And, and, and of course, to you, Paul. Tabang in studio with me. Good morning. Good morning, morning, sir. At home, 0891 especially if you are a resident of uh, Johannesburg, uh, you know, the kind of uh, headache that uh, uh, the, the, the issue of pick it up and the uh, waste not being collected has caused to you. Please uh, share uh, with us right now. <laughs> Ms. Mfiko, you are apologizing to residents of Johannesburg, to businesses, to, for the inconvenience. Perhaps inconvenience is uh, soft a word, really the utter nuisance that uh, this has caused. Tell us more about that. How do you feel about it? What are you doing to make sure that uh, it, it doesn't continue? Well, um, we do, we do uh, apologize to our residents for the inconvenience. We are extremely worried about the piling up of waste and worried about the manifestations of red, inclusive of the diseases that might come out, out of that. We have in, uh, Met with management yesterday where we were saying of the, um, the plan that we have, we must focus now on, on removing illegal dumping so that we relieve the bad side and the smell as well as the pressures on the environment that we are seeing as a, as a result of the prolonged strike. Why are you not dealing with the strike? We have, uh, we have our own proposal that we want to put to the union. Hence, that the call that says people must go back to work and the union must come back to the discussions on, on the PSA and so that the city could present its proposals after the mandating committee has mandated the, the, the technical team on proposals that we would want to give to the union. So we do want to see the end to the strike and it's a clarion call to staff to come back to work and the union to go back to the table and, dissolve, and resolve issues that are in the PSA, critical being the parity, the salary parity issues that we need to address. All right, let me, let me understand this issue, uh, Ms. Mfiko. You still want to put uh, proposals uh, to the union, obviously, to get them to come back to work. I, I would have thought those have been put to them a long time ago, seeing that uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, dragging on. That's number one. But number two, they are lead, they, there is leadership. They, they are officials, really, that you can talk to, to the union, uh, at, at the union level, and then they'll be able to talk to their members. Why not do that uh, rather than, you know, trying to get everyone back and and try and put it to them. How do we increase salaries of people who are not at work? Mm. That is the first issue. The second issue is that on the day when we were meant to give proposals to the union, in the same building that people were supposed to have the discussions on, we saw picking up members outside doing on, 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 on that building. How do you sit and negotiate when people are doing we felt that we are being put under extreme pressure, so we cannot be talking when people are talking. Hence the call. And the union is there. We have always said, can people go back to work, you know, so that we can address their issues through the PSA. Paul will tell you about a political facilitation agreement that we signed with the union, facilitated by NEC Mamabolo. That was stipulating clearly actions that need to be taken. One was the fact that we need to go look at the parity issues that have been raised. We have looked at them. We had crunched the, number, the numbers. We want to make the proposal to the union. Alternatively, we can implement, but we feel that we need to take the union along on the proposals that we want before any implementation can be done for us to satisfy the spirit of the PSA. Mm. All right, uh, Paul, Paul Slavang, uh, uh, the Gauteng Deputy Regional Secretary of SAMU, I don't know if we'll be able to continue with this discussion because the matter seems to be resolved.
the MMC says, how do you increase the salaries of people who are not at work? So it means if you, when you leave here, you call your members and say, come back, uh, the salaries will be increased. Is it as simple as all that? No, no, not at all. Uh, it's not going to be an easy exercise, as, as she suggests. Look, uh, before members decided to embark on this uh, protest action, you know, they gave us opportunity in line with the PFA, because PFA gave parties two months or three months to implement. And we embarked on a project wherein some was part, uh, HR specialists, including all the MOEs and the city were part and Deloitte. We are able to clean, clean the data. We are able to identify the extent of the anomalies uh, that, that are there. And even where, you know, job description were not graded, we are able to allow that space for specialists to grade the position, weigh the position, and come out with the outcome that will actually be satisfactory. So, so we are cooperating all along. We were patient with the exercise up until we concluded, and parties were, were happy with the outcome or what was achieved. Now, it was now the time for the mandating committee, which included MNC Martinson Fikwe, now to come forward to start to engage uh, uh, Samu to say, now, how do we then start to uh, address the issue of these anomalies? And that's when they decided to go underground. Because the person that was appointed to facilitate the project um, it was Director uh, Marais, mm. um, who was from to time used as a conveyor belt between SAMU and management. And we objected strongly on that uh, right. effect. Pe- pe- perhaps, uh, Paul, what will be important here for us uh, to, to understand the issues, the issue of uh, salaries right now uh, from 6,000 to 10,000 rand, uh, I, I think that is it's not so much of an issue right now because no, the MMC says, come, let's increase the salaries and then we move on. But what is the sticking point right now for you? Look, the, the sticking point was that they were not readily available to, to engage us. More so the mandating committee because we said, as traders, we're happy with what we have done in terms of the study. But it was upon them to come forward to say, now let's deal with the actuals because there we are able to pinpoint on you know, the extent of the anomalies, as I said. But look, now that they are saying they are ready to engage us, we are ready and we've been ready all along to, okay. to engage with them. Uh, uh, Can I correct because, something? Because you, you have to leave at half past, uh, uh, Ms. Fico. So let me bring you in here. So they are ready. They want to move on. And, and on your side, you say they must come back to work. All right, correct what you want to correct and let's move on. You're talking about moving from 6,000 to 10,000. <laughs> the city has never made a commitment that sure. will give people 10,000 rent. That is the union's demand. That is why they have told their members. That is the petition that I'm sitting with that says 10,000 across the board and fire the, MNC, uh, the MD. There has not been any commitment from the city that we will pay 10,000 rent. The mandating committee that Paul is referring you to met on a Monday looked at the numbers, looked at the processes that he is referring to. On Wednesday, when there was supposed to be a meeting between the task team that was mandated by the mandating committee to have a meeting with the union, that is the day that I'm saying to you, we saw members all over the city mm. ultimately coming to the metro center where the negotiating team, including the union, was supposed to be, were actually in a meeting. 
And my question to Paul and to the members is, how do you sit in a meeting that is negotiating salaries? People have been told that you will get 10,000 rents by the union, no commitment from the city, outside, shouting that they demand the 10,000 But 10, how, how much are you offering as the city? How much is Pick It Up going to offer some members who have been on strike for weeks now? As it is not 10,000 rents. Yes, it is sure. not agreed upon on 10,000 rents. We need to present it to the union first for us to be able to say this is what we are able to do, where we are able to go to adjust. And let me say it's not a salary negotiation. We are not responsible for salary negotiations. Salary negotiations are done at the South Bargaining Council because we're not just talking about salaries for pick it up. We're talking for salaries for everybody, every mm. employee that is in the city and other municipalities. So we're just looking at correcting the parity issues that the union and members have raised. Of course, the pick it up members have raised. You'll realize that it has now been raised in almost all municipalities. We've had uh, territories in a number but, of uh, municipalities uh, where Ms. people are saying let's resolve parity issues. Mr. Fickle, it should be in your best interest, really, to, to, to resolve this issue as speedily as you possibly can because. I tell you right now, I, I read it costs you a million rand a day now to hire private contractors to, to pick up refuse across Johannesburg. But some people are even suggesting that, uh, you know, it's suiting certain people because, uh, you know, there's this money now that is all of a sudden available mm. to pay for this uh, private, uh, private security, for instance. We hear of mm. the Red Ants uh, believed to be contracted to collect litter at night. It's a pitting, uh, you know, the workers some workers against uh, a, a, a other people. How do you respond to those allegations? I've said to the union, Paul inclusive, that where they're saying some people are getting, because they did say to me, people are getting money out of these contractors. I've said to them, give us proof. Then we'll deal with those people, because it is wrong to just throw allegations around and not give us proof. As long as the strike is not complete, as long as the strike is not all ending, we are going to endeavor to keep the city clean. We have a responsibility as a municipality to ensure that the city is clean. And if it means getting volunteers, if it means getting private contractors, if it means getting casual workers, we will do that so that we protect the residents of Johannesburg. Our mandate is to protect the residents. You know, yes, we are prepared to deal with the issues that staff is raising. At the same time, your biggest client are the 4.2 million people of Jobek that are currently inconvenienced by what the union is doing. They are currently threatened, inconvenienced. I mean, people are breaking around things. The union must Ten. be able to say to members, you have a right to raise your issues. Ten. You do not have a right to break things. You uh, don't have a right to break all sure, things. Because sure. this is what is happening. Uh, Ms. Figo. Uh, about nine, ten uh, uh, MDs uh, pick it up in a short space of time. Really, that is not sustainable. So it, it tells us that uh, definitely there are problems there. Have you, as the city, dug deep, really, and, and, and just check what is the problem there? Because I don't think in such a short space of time you could have so many, whether they're acting or full-time, MDs of a company. Yes, we've had five MDs that pick it up in 12 years. And the issue, likely, is co-management of the NTT with the union that I see as a problem, you know? There are things... That so why don't you isolate the then the management of the company, say union... You know how do you isolate the management for saying to people, you must come to work, you cannot be absent? How do you, manage, how do you isolate an, an MD that says to people, because we've experienced so many accidents with our trucks, we are going to put in a process to protect you as a driver, 
the, the, the asset of the company, as well as residents. How do you say management is wrong in doing that? Management is wrong when they say to people, you have a responsibility to come to work. If you're not coming to work, and I think I think we need to take you to a doctor that will confirm that you are really sick. How do you say that manager is wrong? Well, that is part of the problem, that there are control measures that are being implemented in the campaign. And some people in the union, including staff, are not happy about that. Pick it up for the first time in 12 years has a clean audit. First time in 12 years has a surplus. They are, finance, they are out of the financial mess that has sure. been for the first time since it was started. How do you then say to management that has worked so hard to have a clean audit and you are going to be isolated? Major General Elias Chinamo on uh, Twitter saying that, uh, well, judging by what I'm hearing, it's simple uh, to know that uh, the MMC is actually negotiating in bad faith. <laughs> Free King Dalinjebo says, Samu, just a glorified extension of Salga. They will make a deal with ANC just before elections and then campaign. Did the same in 2011. Uh, Kanahelo says, uh, can uh, the money spent currently not enough then to meet strikers' demands? And then uh, Black Taliban says, it's uh, b- becoming clearer that uh, these pick it up workers don't want jobs because they strike every two weeks just get rid of them is it is it as simple as all that because the national office of samu paul has said look guys get the get the workers back on uh, on the duty on on get back them get get them back to work why is it difficult for you have you lost the the the, the changing room have you lost control of uh, of 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 your members here in in johannesburg no not at all um we have advice and we are consistent in, in doing that, uh, in that, look, we know the consequences of, of unprotected action. But when we deal with people that are engaging in bad faith, what choice do we have? How do we then begin to convince... Uh, Pick it up is engaging in bad faith. In bad faith. And, mm-hmm. and we can, can clearly understand and hear MMC in Fikwe. You know, she's missing the point altogether uh, because she's now starting to confuse issues. We are clear from the onset that... We are not dealing with bargaining issues. We are dealing with issues of, of transformation agenda, issues of employment equity. But she did that, say that. It's that, that, not about uh, salary negotiations. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and she's implying that, you know, uh, here we are trying to, you know, put the issue of the bargaining council into a forum that is not relevant. And that's not the case here. All what we are saying is that there's, there's, there's an obligation on the employers to comply with Employment Equity Act. And one of the issues was to, you know, uh, progressively address the issue of the salary anomalies, and which they have failed. They have even failed from since 1998 to date to, to comply with Employment Equity Act. And the Section 27 of Employment Equity Act talked to exactly the issue of the salary anomalies, which they have failed. In actual fact, what they are doing, they are selecting individual few, they are adjusting salaries of, of those that, that are favorites, uh, at expense of the majority. And it's for this reason that this time around we, we said we are not going to back down on this one. We are going to make sure that we hold them accountable up until they, they implement. And the issue of 10,000. Look, we are talking on the issue of the 10,000 as an issue of the benchmark. Yeah. To say there are other departments within the city, most other MOEs, that have got progression of which Pick It Up doesn't have, that have systems in place to progressively adjust the issue of, of the salary of employees. At Pick It Up, there's none.
Okay. That, 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 that's the main issue. And so, that's that's so where we are quickly, saying this Paul, is, I just this want you to, to, to clarify just one, two issues because uh, 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 Ms. Mfiko has to leave right now. But uh, before she leaves, I'll talk to her. But just f- from, from your side, so that we understand the, the issues. I'm, I'm trying to establish, mm. I've been trying to do so mm. since the start of the program, the issue mm. of salaries and progression. Mm. And you are demanding up to 10,000 rand, right? That's number one. Mm. What's the second issue? The second issue is the removal and the suspension of Amanda Ne. Uh, because there's there serious allegation of, of, of corruption, fraud, and maladministration. Have you put those, uh, we those have allegations su- forward? D- definitely. We have since submitted the dossier to JRS Johannesburg Restaurant Service, including the Office of the City Manager. She's very much aware of that. Yes. Yeah. Have, have those allegations been tested in any way? Definitely. The, the one that has been tested is a, a cell phone theft, wherein they decided uh, as individuals to write or to make affidavits with that false pretext that those uh, cell phones are of no value. But there's since been established that in actual fact, those uh, uh, cell phones uh, worth 33000 And Amanda Ne got away with murder because of people that decided to cover up on her behalf. Okay. And we are saying that cannot well, be correct. Because we're staying with you, Paul, here, uh, uh, I'll come back to you. Uh, Ms. Mfiko, as we wrap, so the allegations then, uh, Ms. Anda, Amanda Nye, we told, uh, stole a cell phone and so on. Th- those allegations have been put forward. You, you are aware of them. Have you investigated? Are you going to investigate? Let me start off by saying that nobody is suspended without due process. Yes. And this is the point that I'm driving at. We have received the allegations. We looked at them yesterday. Some, especially some of the issues that Paul just mentioned now have been dealt with. In the list, there are new allegations. We have agreed with the mayor and the, the JRAS team that we will appoint an independent investigator to investigate on them. Up until they come to us and say there is cause for suspension or disciplining the MD, then we will do that. Okay. No one let, has ever let me, been let me understand this quickly, uh, Mr. Fick. Yes, I understand quickly. You only received these allegations yesterday, but these is, uh, allegations have been made available for three, four weeks now, even, even, no, even longer than that. No, it's not three, four weeks. Mm. No, no, it's not. It's not three, four weeks. I, I know about them because I, I, I worked on Midday Live the other day, and these things were raised to me about three, four, four weeks ago, that you have actually been served with these allegations. Only yesterday you were no, saying you only true. received them. The only the, the dossier that Paul referred to was presented to JRAS when we said they were talking about them, when we say to them, can you give us proof? Because you cannot say there are allegations. Okay. And there is no proof and documentary proof. That is why they came. They didn't bring them to me. They took them to JRAS. JRAS had to look at them and oh, pre- prepare a report that they presented to myself and the mayor yesterday. And we looked at them, went through each one of them, isolated the old stuff, and said, yes, there is new information that, that warrants an investigation. So that has, they've been given a mandate to go do that. So, as and when they came back to us, we were able to say to the union, as the first respondent, you have raised these issues, this is the cause that we're going to take, then we'll make public as well the decision that we're going to take. But as I'm saying, nobody has ever been suspended without being taken through process. So we are going to take the MD through the process, as and when the report, the recommendations come about action that needs to be followed then we will take action against the Okay, MP. we got you. Thank you very much. Ms. Matsidi Somfiko is uh, the city of Johannesburg's MMC for Environment and Infrastructure. Shortly, we'll be talking to Jackie Mashapu, the spokesperson for Pick It Up, who will be joining us on the other side of uh, 8.30. 
It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live. We continue with uh, our discussion on the forum at 8 here on SFM 104 to 107. If you are in the northern areas, Ivory Park, Deep Slot, and parts of Alexandra, sorry, your rubbish is not being collected. Uh, this is because of intimidation, we are told. We are talking to Pick It Up right now, and we have a Samu here in studio. Uh, Paul Klabang is uh, the Gauteng Deputy Regional Secretary. And, uh, of course, we had a, uh, were in conversation with uh, Matsidi Somfiko, who is uh, the city of Johannesburg's MMC for Environment and Infrastructure. But uh, let's take uh, calls right now. Eddie, you are in uh, Odendals, Ross, and you've been holding on. Thank you very much. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm, sure, right. Sorry, I was, told, I, I was told I, was, I must not greet you. <laughs> okay, uh, no, thank you, right. thank you. I like, I, like, I like the passion you guys from SAFM have on these issues, and I appreciate that. You know, the thing is, um, I want to appeal from, uh, for, for, uh, from both the union and the, and the city that, you know, communities really deserve respect at all costs. Um, you know, I don't have the contents of the, of the agreement that the city has, with, with pick it up. I'm sure those those are the things that we need also to check. What what is the agreement between the two parties? Because I'm sure the only solution will be why why can't you give back that service to the municipality so that communities can have a direct complaint uh, about the municipality about the service that they, that, that they, they are uh, rendering. And the other thing is people. I'm sure <laughs> the two parties they are, they are not they are not aware of the implications that the the, the community is faced with. Your rodents, you know, and mm. and uh, diseases that are there. I'm sure they are not. Uh, I'm sure they are not aware. Uh, I'm not. They are not aware of those things. I have the respect for the union. I know that they, they need to talk to um, on behalf of the of their of their constituency. But these are the things, you know. If leaders can't get themselves, can't get each other on the issues su- such as this one, then they don't deserve to be leaders uh, of the of, of that. Community. Okay. Eddie, thank you very much. Alfred M. Kogundlov, Gwandongas Bov. Good morning. What's going on there? Oh, Major Albert Bov. All right, Bob. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. one, I must say that uh, what the municipality must understand is that uh, Pick It Up does not have a constitutional mandate to uh, for service delivery to the community. Then, whatever that's happening, the the, the ultimate uh, party that remains mm. with responsibility and um, accountability to the municipality. They must understand that. Mm. Number two, uh, the tone uh, of uh, Mr. Tiggy is worrying quite a lot. Um, it's quite worrying, I must say. Um, but I'll just end the others will uh, talk better. Do you, do you work the, for the, in, 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 in the municipality there or are you with, uh, with the service providers there? In, in Peter I used I used to work for municipality before. Mm. And, yes. and, and, and uh, so getting that, that the, the issues are, are similar in Peter Maritzburg uh, and here they in Johannesburg. Quite, they are quite very similar, Putbongi. They are quite very similar. Um, but the problem, the issue is then how then does that the the, the Johannesburg uh, Greater Johannesburg Municipality or Metro resolves those issues and right. also their strategy to, 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 to engage the trade union. Last right. one, uh, Nopala. Uh, Where Nopala? Yes, Minier. <laughs> Last one, Bongi. Yeah, go right here quickly. The, uh, the, employer, 
the employers do not have, legally speaking, the employers do not have liberty or a right to take the employee who is reportedly sick to their own doctors without um, consent from that employee. All right. I'll Alfred. give you no Let's move on, Alfred. Alfred, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to have to move on uh, because I've got a few other callers and I still have to bring in, uh, pick, pick, pick it up here. But thank you very much. Mike in Newlands, uh, sorry for cutting you, uh, Alfred, but Mike in Newlands, uh, go ahead. Thanks, Bongi. I don't live in Kauteng. I'm lucky enough to live in the Western Cape, but I do remember when the ANC ran the Western Cape and they introduced corruption and cronyism, we did have lots of strikes and it was absolutely awful. The trouble in our country today is that our ANC government doesn't know whether we fish nor fowl. The unions are in breach of the law and the unions should be, the union members should be fired. The government needs to just come to the party, insist that the company pick it up, fire these workers, they're on an illegal strike, employ new workers, and by the way, there'll be plenty queuing up for their jobs, and then they must bring in the army and the police if need be to protect the company and make a stand. We cannot have a situation, Bongi, where the unions continue to tell us how we're going to run the country, and we've got to live in fourth and our streets. There's enough rats running around Parliament. We don't need rats running around our streets. We've got to take our country back from the unions. Thanks, Bongi. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Sieg in Rundberg. Thank you very much, Bongi. Uh, I'm in full agreement with Mike of Newlands, uh, uh, but 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 I'm even more concerned that 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 this uh, illegitimate striking goes on uh, uh, without without any kind of censure from anybody. And 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 this lady, uh, 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 the opposite of a lady. I don't know what you call the opposite of a lady who was on speaking allegedly for the union uh, uh, without without having a strike ballot for these strikers. They, it was totally undemocratic. She is violating the rights of the strikers. She is violating the rights of the strikers. And it's done with government approval because uh, the law has not been adapted to enforce strike ballots uh, which are democratic, which are in terms of our constitution. We should be democratic. And okay. Okay, disappeared. Sieg in uh, Runbeck. Lisokhonolo in Johannesburg. Good morning. How are you affected? Um, good morning, Bongi. I'm a resident of Joburg. Obviously, I'm affected by the strike. But yes. uh, my question to uh, the MMC would be that if you remember, in less than five years ago, uh, the former picket up MD, Zamin Kosi, resigned as a result of a strike issue. And the strikers mentioned the parity issue. Uh, there was then an acting MD, and uh, the current MD was appointed. And now they're acting, and it's still the issue of the parity, salary parity. So what guarantee do we have that the city would act in such a way that it prevents uh, uh, this continuous strike or uh, relating to the same issue? I mean, right now, Joburg is looking filthy as a result of this, and this is an issue that has been there for the last five years. So I think I would really like for MMC to address that issue specifically. Thank you very much. Jackie Mashapu is the one who's going to answer that question because uh, Jackie speaks on behalf of uh, Pick It Up. Good morning to you, Jackie. Uh, good morning, Bongi, and good morning to your listeners and to Paul. The, the, the issue of parity, continuous strike, how, how are you going to address that as Pick It Up? Yeah, I, I think, Bongi, the MMC was uh, loud and clear in terms of what the process is. You'll recall that uh, late last year, on the 3rd of uh, uh, December, uh, there was a groundbreaking deal that was facilitated by the MMC for local government, Mr. Mamabolo, where all parties, Ticket Up, 
and some who involved we agreed on a process to look at the issues of parity. And then within that context, it was agreed that while it's going to be a Joburg-wide process, uh, ticket-up issues will be prioritized. And some who ourselves <laughs> and the mediator, we, I know that they were sitting around the table and waiting around the clock to try and find a, an amicable solution on the matter. And as far as I know, and uh, that's what the MMC uh, repeated, they just spoke about earlier, to say that uh, on the day when the matter was to be shared, and uh, 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 what we call uh, SAMU is also part and puzzle of uh, the negotiations. They know where the direction is going. So the issue of parity, uh, we are not basically also negotiating in best ways. For the fact that the sum is also part of the negotiation, it means that uh, we wanted to find a lasting solution on this matter so that we can avert strikes going forward. Hopefully that uh, that that will be the case then uh, going forward because uh, you know over the past couple of years every year there's been a strike at Pick It Up and uh, you know protracted strike I might add this one has been going on for a while right now so in your view uh, Jackie really what are the three basic but measure and fundamental things and elements that need to be put in place to make sure that you know a lasting solution is found here. I think uh, I'm just going to repeat what the MMC uh, indicated. First, we need to create a climate of uh, a very positive climate of negotiations. First, workers need to go back to work, and they were assured that uh, their issues are being attended to. Secondly, we really also want to uh, uh, make sure that as a city, we provide the good service that the, uh, our residents and business owners deserve in the city of Johannesburg. And the lasting solution, and you, you understand, Bungi, that the, much as when the business of, uh, we've evolved as ticket up, we're no longer in the business of picking up, we are more into the business of collecting new opportunities because we're encouraging residents also to recycle, reuse, and so on. So that when they generate waste, because waste is not generated by us. What you see uh, littered across the city, you and I are responsible. We are also saying that uh, as residents, as business owners, we can hold hands with ticket up our workers, everybody, to make sure that the city of Johannesburg uh, is as clean as ever. Because uh, without partnerships, there is no way that we're going to get uh, uh, the city up to speed in terms of the level of cleanliness. So we urge everybody to say that even when they go and buy whatever they buy, they must buy environmentally friendly uh, 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 products All so right. that uh, those products they don't end up in our bins, that will end up in our landfill side. You know, Johannesburg is facing the challenge of like a landfill site. If we don't change our behavior now, in the next five years, it won't be the issue of strike. It sure. will be the issue of landfill site being full and we won't have space to go and, uh, and dispose of waste. All right, uh, uh, Jackie Mashapo, spokesperson for Pick It Up. And uh, Paul, let me come back to you right now. So uh, how do we move forward? You, 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 you heard the, uh, the MMC saying that, uh, look, they, they've looked at uh, some of your issues, especially the issues of uh, salaries. They are prepared to adjust, so they're waiting for you to come and talk. But they want your members to be back at work. That's pretty much a, a condition. But secondly, you have your national office saying that... Uh, end this, this strike now. Bring bring the workers back to work. 
So how, how are you going to move forward? When you leave this particular studio, what will be your next step? Look, uh, look we, we, all what we are saying is that management must walk the talk. They must not just, just talk. But at the same time, we appreciate, we appreciate the fact that um, there's now a commitment um, you know, from, from uh, the MMC as part of the mandating committee. And all what we can now uh, indicate is that, you know, we will from right from the studio will go back to, you know, the members and indicate the commitment uh, by by MMC. Mm. And uh, the other issue, look, is to again go to the office of the group executive director, um, Mr. Mulaudi. So that at least they make that commitment in black and white, mm. because you no, know, we have been you know having this verbal um, uh, commitment, but this time around we are saying put something in, in, on paper and give it to us so that we are able to you know give that to our members, and they must again you know give the timelines, because this thing of engaging indefinitely is not also assisting, uh, because it creates frustration, it creates unnecessary expectations. So they must just put those timelines. What what will satisfy you in terms of, uh, let's move reds, reds and cents from mm. six thousand to to seven thousand, for instance, the lowest paid, and also in terms of percentage. Then, if you are unable to give us the rents. No, no. Look, I'm, I'm not going even to touch on the percentage. We, are, we want to deal with the actuals here. Yeah. Because in terms of that uh, exercise, um, look, we're able to check the concentration of the majority of, of employees that are affected. And, and correctly so, the majority of employees that were affected by this uh, discrepancy is picked up 2,607. And then we said, look, because already are out in terms of the salary uh, uh, levels, we then said, look, between eight and 10,000, because we could now see that the 999 employees are in between Eight and ten thousand. So we said, okay, let's begin to talk around between eight and ten thousand. So that's the estimate that they can at least give because it actually talks to what currently people are earning within within the city and pick it up. Councillor David Porter, good morning. You're on the line. Go ahead. Morning, Bongi. Sure. I, I call just about a communication side of pick it up. Yes, we know the strike is taking place, but the city and, and pick it up fails to communicate to councillors with some update. We understand that they can't tell us when the trucks will be coming to the suburbs and to, to houses, but there has been no communication. Um, from my area, the Vartafal Depot and the Ramberg Depot services my wards, and, and for, for about two weeks now, we as councillors have had no response when we ask for updates. Um, we, we service communi- communities of up to 30,000 households who ask us daily for updates. What's happening? Where can I... Where can I go? What can I do? Get pick it up. Do not give us update, Bongi, and that is of concern to us. I'll ask her. I'll ask her, Jackie, to respond to that. Eunice, you are in Johannesburg. Yeah, hi, bon- Bongi. Hi. Bongi. Several points. The first thing is we as residents are being shortchanged here. Number one, we have a compulsory two hundred rand per domestic bin that's deducted from our accounts monthly. So if the service is not provided, we're not getting any credit for it or, or uh, rebate for it, number one. Number two, the city of Joburg has got no contingency plans in place. I mean, trucks came two weeks ago and then didn't come. Thirdly, to your guy from Samu, this is the fourth unprotected strike since November last year. 
So what I'm saying is in terms of Labor Relations Act, Bongi, if these people are on an illegal strike, they refuse to come to work, surely then they should be dismissed. But the point is this has become a political matter because Samu is an affiliate of Kosatu who's with the Tripartite Alliance. And I think that is where the defining point is. And your guy from Samu is not being, he's being disingenuous because one of the demands is they are demanding a 14th check. Tabongi, you cannot go to your employer and demand a 14th check. 13th is good enough for most of the people in this country. They are demanding a 14th check. Ask him to deny or to admit that. All right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do so uh, shortly. But uh, just one quick SMS. I'll give you, Paul, a chance to respond and uh, Jackie as well. Uh, but uh, I'm in Rodeboard, Hrobel's Park. Uh, Hrobel's Park. Our beans have been at the gate more than a week. When are we going to benefit from the 1 million rand service? Uh, these and the rest of the SMSs shortly. The Forum at 8 on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. With uh, all due respect, the MNC's attitude and demeanor speaks volumes. Uh, speak volumes. She cannot be suitable for the task, says Nkulego Somtlatlo there. And uh, will City of Johannesburg refund citizens uh, their refuse collection fees for strike period? No service, no charge should apply. That's Malinga there. The union should be held responsible for damages and the health hazard. There are plenty of people out there that don't have jobs. Give them a chance. Unsigned. D in Limbobo says, once again, the, ma- the minority are holding the majority to ransom. And uh, this one from DL says, pathetic. Garbage removal workers demanding the same uh, salary as a teacher. And uh, Emmanuel Chuena says, this is the same as uh, the bus crisis in Durban. The main issue is privatization of local government, which is uh, politicized and corruptible. Will uh, SAFM be telling the union, putting the city to ransom to change their demands to negotiations? Uh, Paul, uh, you'll, you'll respond to that. In negotiations, the MMC need to understand uh, their positions. People do to- uh, outside the court, but uh, uh, it continues. People do outside parliament, and uh, this continues. But this meeting must stop. Your MMC is contradicting itself, says uh, Sen. Why did Samu members uh, blockade the Bank of Lisbon building yesterday at uh, Sour Street? Unsigned. Dirt not collected for three weeks. Uh, will, we will, will, will we get a credit on our accounts that Aisha Indonesia, if a pick it up, uh, can uh, pop one up uh, one million rand a day, pop up one million rand a day. Why can't they uh, that money to workers or give that money to workers, I guess, uh, Sajini Ndenze? Uh, and finally, some mem- uh, leaders uh, too weak to challenge the management of municipality to, to a good negotiation and get conclusion. And TK, uh, COJ is uh, failing us uh, in a huge way. All right. So, uh, Jackie, let's come back to you. Two, three critical things. Uh, contingency plan, communication, as you heard from uh, one councillor there. And please outline who is going to get benefits right now. Because I see, for instance, uh, Ivory Park, Deep Sluot, and uh, parts of Alexandra. Sorry, you are on your own. Uh, basically, uh, Bongi, there are three things. First, I'll deal with the issue of the councillor. Sure. Uh, I must apologize if he did not receive any communication because I'm aware that our regional depot managers, they keep the councillors uh, updated in a service where are we collecting on a day-to-day basis. We'll basically make sure that we correct that if that's the case. But the issue of... Uh, uh, refund. I just want to first apologize for the inconvenience that this strike is uh, causing 
not only the residents, but everybody across the country, because it is becoming a sore point. But uh, it's also <laughs> important for the, for the residents also to understand that uh, we don't, uh, when we charge uh, uh, what we call a beam collection for waste removal, it's not based on the number of times that we collect. It's basically may, uh, a charge on the value of the property. But if you look into what goes into uh, the collection of refuse, comparatively speaking, uh, one can argue that the, uh, the residents are also paying a fraction. Hence, we are saying that we don't charge per collection, we charge per the value of the property. We really apologize for that. On the issue of like uh, the displays and the LX, uh, what we're going to be doing, though we don't want to talk about our contingency out in the open because of fear of victimization, all those areas will basically be prioritized going forward starting from tomorrow. We'll make sure that the, the services are rendered. But we also want to appeal to the residents themselves, they must be partners as we try and uh, 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 remove waste from their own areas because... When we, uh, our vehicles are, we want them to be the vanguard of that process. All right. And Paul, the implementation of uh, PFA and the removal of uh, Amanda Nye, those are the two critical issues that you are raising. These issues are not attended to because of, or let, let's put it this way, they are delayed mm-hmm. uh, because of negotiations, obviously, which is a process. Mm-hmm. Then what happens in the meantime? Look, in the meantime, as, 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 now we we hear from the MMC that now they are committed, and which is something that we have patiently been waiting for, to say now you know they must come out clear to say whether they are going to impl- implement or they are going to redneck as is the case always, and we know for a fact that the MMC from day one when we started to negotiate the PFA, she was against it, and to a, to a point where she even abandoned the trip to to France because there was this other MMC that was supposed to stand in for her so that she can take the, the, the process of having that uh, PFA in place uh, to just be there. But she then decided to know, I, I'm not going to France. Rather, I'll make sure that at least this thing doesn't see the light. And hence, she's the one who from time to time, she's frustrating the process. But I'm happy that now she has now okay. acknowledged and then she, she are, they are prepared to implement and we are ready to uh, uh, engage our members, but we want something black and white. PFA is implemented, but an Amanda Nye stays on as the MD of the company. Th- that will not be the case because, and, and we, we, we heard from uh, the MMC already, before even the independent person can be appointed, they've tempered with our dossier. Why remove certain information in that, in that dossier? So we are not going to allow that to happen, and we are going to pursue the matter that our members are suspended even before anything else can be established. So the same should happen with Amanda Ne. Amanda Ne must just be suspended so that they don't interfere with the process of investigation up until the prima facie evidence. Jackie, uh, there you have it. You're sitting with a big problem here. If your MD doesn't step down, so this issue then is not going to be resolved. Well, no. I thought that Paul has made some concession that I was uh, waiting to welcome to say that they were go through that the normal processes to get a confirmation uh, from ways saying that you'll get it from uh, and then you don't get your uh, workers back at work. But on the issue of Amanda, uh, the MMC has made a point clear to say 
the process of uh, suspension or dismissal of any head of the institution, we don't just do it really need. We are in a constitutional democracy. The process needs to be uh, followed okay. up until they are satisfied that uh, whether she's seen the wrong or whatever. So for now to call for the head of the uh, uh, institution, I don't think is uh, something that can hold uh, us going forward to make sure that the, uh, the city is clean. Okay. So I welcome his sentiments when you're saying that uh, uh, once they've got a, a, a commitment from the highest office, then our, our, their members will be back at work. But I also want to ask him to say when exactly will they be back at work. All right, Jackie Mashapo, thank you very much. Pick it up, spokesperson. One word, when are your members back at work? Paul, look, just one. Uh, We've uh, run out uh, of time. As, as soon as they commit in black and white with timelines uh, uh, that are, are going to be uh, uh, binding to parties, members will then immediately get feedback and members will then go back to work. Paul Slabang is uh, the Gauteng <coughs> Deputy Regional Secretary of the South African Municipal Workers Union and that's us for today. Please join us again tomorrow. Goodbye.